0: Welcome to Live Let Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life,
1: the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Live Let Thrive. What's
1: up, what's up? We what's up, on episode, episode? Nineteen! 19. Did you like that groove, though? do 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 do, do, do. <laughs>
0: You know you know where the origins of that song is? I don't think we ever told uh, the well, Yes, it? it is a song by a really awesome band called The Clean Beats, which was my band back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little song called Takeaway. And I will, you know what? Um, I mean, I don't know if people are grooving on that. It's a cool little beat. I always stop it right before the lyrics kick in, where where my singing kicks in. But anyways, let's say on this on this show, I'm get, I'm gonna I'm gonna set it up right now for you um, listeners out there. I'm gonna play the whole song out on this episode. I'm just gonna play the whole thing out. So if you want to stick around for the whole song, awesome, cool, I love it. If not, then hey man, you know don't you
1: gotta be a hater. You know you gotta turn it off. <laughs> we actually had one guy comment on the song at a meetup. Really? Yeah, yeah. Austin Carr, the guy who told us about the uh, popping. He's actually the guy who said, oh, yeah, I like the outro. He said, yeah, that's my favorite part. I was like, oh, really? The outro? You don't like what we have to say? Okay. <laughs> Nothing
0: in the middle. <laughs> just the intro and outro. So, you know. <laughs> wait till he hears the singing. You know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. He's going to be like, oh, this is my jam. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyways, and, and maybe he likes um, a mahogany mahogany's intro and mahogany's outro as well
1: yeah and, yeah i've heard two people comment on that she's got a great voice
0: for radio yeah she does she does she does uh, unlike oh. you micah i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah episode 19 who thought we'd have made it this far and and um i see it i see it on the horizon and i and i've told you so many times that right around episode 50 is when uh, most most podcasts cease to exist Around episode 50. I don't know what it is, because I've always, I've like, oh, I love this show. You know, I'm like getting into it. 50, boom, yeah. cliff, drop off. Where yeah. the hell did they go, you know?
1: Because that's what's happened in one, one of our favorite podcasts, right? With shampoo and boo. Yeah, because uh, we listened to the last episode today. I listened to it, and they were and they were about Airbnb, and we actually, they have some really good information, man. um But yeah, they were, and the last episode, episode 53, they were like, we don't know if we want to continue doing it because we don't know if people are listening. And I'm like, yeah, I think you guys should. But, you know, I mean. We think, yeah. I'm going to
0: start blowing them up.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I am going to hit them up, too, because they actually said some things on their last episode that I want to talk about. I'd like to interview them. That's I'd like to interview them. Live Let Thrive meets Shampoo and Booze.
0: Oh, it's like back in the day when Laverne and Shirley meets Happy Days, remember? They yeah, did yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. The Jeffersons, the Jeffersons meet Archie Bunker. You remember that episode? exactly, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that was yeah. a good, ep- good episode, yeah. man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyways, yeah, shampoo and booze, and I, and I've noticed that with other um, podcasts that I've watched. Oh, one one of the early ones I was watching, uh, just getting into real estate and stuff, was um, spouses flipping houses, and they I were going, they were going strong. It was a husband and wife. Who went in there and, and they flipped houses, you know? Mm-hmm. And they, they knew a lot. They were very knowledgeable. And I, I love listening to their show. And I love how, you know, it's like seeing how a husband and wife does things, kind of like shampoo and booze. Yeah. But, um, but this is for flipping houses. And they'd get good guests and real estate. And, they, and, and all of a sudden, they just stopped. Like, stopped, stopped. And, yeah. and then, and like, it went like a couple months without them doing anything. Then they came on after a couple months and they said, yeah, we've been away because of this. You know, we have these projects going on. I think they got really maybe they got really busy into real estate who knows yeah but um but then they came on and did and they did like a little rinky dink like five minute show and then they said all right well we'll see you you know we'll see you in the next show and then i never heard from him again and i was just like it's just taking up space on my podcasting," and i just flicked it off i just you know swiped it oh, off i was like
1: oh man just went away it, yeah it, when you're delivering good information man because i noticed shampoo and booze the guy said um I forget their names. I know one's Ryan. Ryan's the girl, and the other guy, I forget his name. Sorry. Uh, big fan, but I forgot your name. So, <laughs> but I'll what, edit in the name, make you look. You yeah, know. yeah, yeah. So what, what happened was he pretty much said that he wasn't getting feedback from the guests, which we're getting it right now. But I think what's going to happen is if you keep up with your product, keep going hard for it, People more and more people are listening because, like me and Steve, we always look at the downloads. Who's downloading us, And our downloads are going up. So that's that. Mo- so I know what he. I know what he means because that's that motivation for me and you. We're like, oh man, we're almost at a thousand. We're at eight hundred something, you know. And right. we never thought we. Well, we knew we'd be there, but it's exciting. It's your feedback. Like a job pays you every two weeks, right? And you get feedback. Okay. Well, people are listening to us, you know. Uh-huh. So I, I definitely see what he means, but I think you guys keep it up, man. You guys will. You guys are good, man. Keep. Yeah, it I up. got
0: something there. See what kind of deflated me on that last because I even hit you up right away.
1: Shapooz's is, Shapoo yeah. is back. And and I was all yeah. excited,
0: and I couldn't wait to listen to it. And I listened to it, and and they were talking about, and, you know, they they had some good info. Like it's funny how they talk over each other. One person stops, the other one's already starting. It's just how they do it. Yeah. And um, excuse me. And um, damn beer. And so, <laughs> and 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 what they what he said, he was like like he said like you said the feedback whatever. Excuse me, sorry. <laughs> it's. I uh, see. Uh, tradition sometimes. Uh, okay. Full disclosure. I do full disclosure. We record some, a lot of times. We record two ep- two episodes back to back. First episode, I get my tea ready. I get a nice cup of tea. You know, he sees me. I don't even. You know, I never drink tea until like the. For some reason, I started it on episode one. So now I have to have my tea mm-hmm. to feel right to record an episode that one finishes cool relax mode we start up the next episode you know so let's say we recorded episode 18 then we're recording episode 19 and i always get my um, customary corona and i sip on one (laughs) corona the whole show the only problem with that you know when you drink a beer you kind of erupt a little bit and so (laughs) (laughs) just thought i'd let you know anyways back to what i was saying and and um the guy from shampoo and booze was saying that um yeah you know the feedback and this and that but um I mean, really, what else can we what else can we say? I mean, we got we have guests, and and, and we you know, and after they leave, we clean and change towels, and I mean, I don't know what else we could really say about this. And I was like, what y'all said a bunch, y'all said yeah. so much stuff, yeah. you know. I mean, they 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 kind of inspired the the whole freestyle thing that we do. You yeah, know? we definitely. we just freestyle, we we say whatever's on our minds, and we you know we 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 we, we don't talk over each other as much as they do. We wait yeah. for each other and sit back in the cut, and but they um. But they, they, they've they said so many things, and you've put a lot of their things into action. Yeah. And, but to yeah. just say, yeah, I don't know what else we could say. I mean, people come in, stay, and then we cha- you know clean after them and change the towel. I don't know how many. Unless we start getting guests, I don't know if I want to get you know.
1: I, I think the thing is I think you have less Airbnb stories when you automate it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they said they have a cleaner now. They have someone to let people in. Once you get to that full automation, it ain't really much you can do because you're now just on the management side.
0: Right, right. So...
1: I think that's kinda of where they are. Uh, but I you and
0: I are more into like the whole share economy kind of yes, thing. Where like, we, like, we talk Airbnb like 70 percent of the time, eighty percent of the time. Toro But we talk everything. Yeah. We're we're fascinated by this world, this new yeah. world. And they're and they're more telling their story. That's how uh-huh. they're doing it. Hey, we're renovating a house and we'll give you updates and this and that. Mm-hmm. And then um and they and it it eerily reminds me of that um, spouses flipping houses. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a husband and wife thing. But it it reminded me of that how they had, they were gone for a long time they came back just like yeah. shampoo and booze they did an episode of course this one was longer but then they're kind of like uh, you know we're busy and you know yeah. blah 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 and I was like ah oh, it just reminds me of that so much
1: it's almost like because Airbnb is so new it's almost like you're writing a biography when you're ten how much have you truly been through you know what I mean right because right. you're still going 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 instead of you're 60, you write a biography. Oh, it's going to be pretty interesting because you've yeah. been through some stuff. You know, just like the lady we want to get on, she's been doing Airbnbs for 16 years. You were like, oh, she's got some stories, you know, and things that could help out people. So I think I think they still got good product, and they should keep going, man, because we, we enjoy listening to you guys. We do. Just you
0: know. And But here's here's a reason. I think that's a, a bigger reason. They have a, another podcast that's uber successful uh, successful yeah. <laughs> super <laughs> successful uber successful and it's called scavenger life I haven't checked yeah. it out but it's about them um selling stuff on buying stuff and selling it on eBay that's what they do that's how they make their living that's how they, and it's pretty fascinating too
1: because it's actually i became a scavenger off using Airbnb oh nice a- and I wonder if that's how they became scavengers I, I actually want to ask them that because I've never listened to scavenger life uh-huh. but I do want to know is that how they became scavengers because yeah. I became one I was like, dang, we can get all this stuff for cheap. Like, we start buying, scavenging TVs and everything else. Like, and I realized the TV I bought, I just seen somebody selling it for five hundred bucks. Yeah, I could have made some money off that TV easily. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I, I'm considering doing some things, man.
0: That's cool. And, and so, and and I've saw and I saw on iTunes that their Scavenger Life they have like 200 episodes, and they have like all these five stars and they have all these reviews, right? Mm-hmm. And whereas their Shampoo and Booze. It, of like, course, compared to that one, it's not as successful. Yeah. They have like 50, whatever, three episodes, uh-huh. and not very many comments. Is like yeah. a handful of comments. So maybe to them, well, shoot, we're wasting our time with this one. They're – yeah?
1: I, I'm going to get on there and comment on their blog. Okay. Yeah, and I'm going to ask them a few questions, tell them who we are. Hopefully we can get – if we can do like a five-person – just a five-person talk, me, you, Mahogany, your wife, that's five – yeah. Four plus them six and just sit down and just talk about Airbnb and the share economy. I think that'd be a really good episode, and we could like put it on their podcast and our podcast.
0: We might win a potty award for that. Yeah, po-
1: right? yeah. What is that called? A patio? <laughs> is it a po- is it a patio? Or <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. But two podcasts <laughs> a coming together. Award. Yeah, that'd be really cool.
0: Perfect harmony. Yeah, and, so, and 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 a reason like like they um they want feedback and that's cool and some. We don't always get that. People love listening to shows, and they're, yeah. and they're not going to always take the time to comment, and that's cool. People are busy, and it's just, it's just encouraging to me that people are listening to our show, yeah. and they and they like it apparently, and because <laughs> they keep coming back, and we keep getting we keep getting around the same amount of people listening to each one. So that mm-hmm. I guess that I don't know whatever you get from that. Yeah. I guess we have a core audience. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah, you have your audience now,
0: and so it's starting to grow a little bit and what like um like for example what i what i love about us um interviewing people is um we love yeah we love them get, getting their message out there right but i love to learn from people like that i love to bring them on and like selfishly maybe a little bit to to pick their brain, to learn yeah. stuff that i'm very interested in mm-hmm. for example um well the i i told you my idea i was i, was th- I wanted to put a camper out back of my house the arlington house because yeah. i'm real close to the stadiums right and so um and you and you said you don't you don't have too much experience with that you didn't mm-hmm. you don't know too much about it for me to like look up listings on airbnb blah, blah blah see if there's see how they're doing see how much they charge whatever that's a good idea it's a good way good way to go and i was thinking um, why don't i just i was thinking today because I, I, you know we i the what i'm doing now is i'm seeking out like really successful Airbnb guests, uh-huh. And we interviewed um, the Treehouse guy. Yeah. Right? Peter. And um, I won't try his last name. But
1: yeah, yeah. It's not Butcher. It's not Butcher. Not on air. At least we got
0: the first name right. Peter. And uh, shout out to guy. Peter. And he asked, when is my episode going to be up the other day? So I was like, oh, hold you keep your pants on. And, <laughs> so, <laughs> and um, so we interviewed him. And I've got in the in the pipeline. I've I've already been talking to to her, uh, Linda, and she's the one. And and I've seen it, it when you jump onto Airbnb, you just hit general search. Her listing usually pops up, and it's a it's a very wished for. It's a very very booked place over in Joshua Tree, California. Oh. It's called the um, Off the Grid It House, and I sent you a picture of that. Yep, I've seen and it. And it's this beautiful like glass house in the middle of the desert. Josh, beautiful Joshua Tree california i've been there before it's nice and um it's and it's solar panels and there's um it's off the grid it's off the grid i mean there's um it's it's just it's the coolest architecture first of all yeah she charges and they charge around 375 to four something a night depending of course time of year all that stuff and when i was looking at the, and it's always booked up i mean there's some few weekdays you can get every now and then but it's every, every weekend's booked up Plus, most of the most of the years booked up. There's a few spots, but they they charge a lot of money. They they make good money, and she runs it too. So she helped her and her partner. I think they they designed it, they built it, and they, they've they've built several of these, and um, and so yeah, I thought I thought it was the coolest thing, and I, I want to get I want to get her on the podcast, and yeah. she's interested in doing it. It's like wow, we get we get to interview these like really popular listings, and that's yeah. cool. And so what I was saying about the, the selfish thing that where well, I want to learn from people, I, I said, like, why don't I just go look for a badass camper out there, yeah, and try to get in touch with that host and hey, invite them on and say, uh-huh. how does this, you know, how does this work? Anybody could, technically, anybody could throw a camper in their backyard, right? That'd be just a really good that- interview. Yeah, and just see how they do it. And the coolest part, they're not in your house. They're outside of their house. They got their own little bathroom shower and all that. It's all self-sustained. Mm-hmm. And I'll you know, put a little, some landscaping around it, a little fire pit. And it'd be uh-huh. pretty badass. And it to me, it looks cool. This whole tiny house movement, this whole, I think it's, that's pretty sweet. Yo,
1: I actually seen a lady who has a tiny park. Ha- um, park. Huh. Yeah, she just built it. Um, dang it, I, I'm going to get her information. She could... She mentioned one of my keywords, which is Airbnb on Bigger Pockets, and she has a tiny park home, house, tiny home park, okay. and uh, she has multiple tiny homes, and it's pretty pretty legit. Um, that's another person I want to interview, uh, but yeah, we we got a lot of interviews coming up. I've I have a guy who's a business guy who's been traveling because we talked a little bit last week about like discrimination on Airbnb, and this guy actually has a lot to say about it, and he's actually he's like an avid Airbnb user. Yeah. And uh, he actually owns his own company. And he, he, he'd be like a really good partner for Airbnb because he like teaches people, hey, if you go here, he could like be the ultimate guidebook because he owns his, his website. But, yeah, I got we definitely got some few people that we're eyeing for interviews. And we got uh, in the
0: pipeline, in
1: the works. Yeah, in the pipeline. And so
0: that's and that's cool about this show. We, we'll interview someone and, you know, a couple shows we'll do just you and I. Yeah. Maybe your wife will jump in, you know, and then um and then we'll interview someone else. It's not like we're, we're, we're I guess we're not regimented. We're we're yeah. all about hybrid. We're all about hybrid yeah. stuff. You know, I've noticed in our podcast, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, why don't we do this? But oh, what if you add a car to it? You know, you got the Turo and the Airbnb going on, you know, yeah. I always find a way. And I think hybrid is, is cool. I mean, just like the like, why would you build a car that's totally electric? You can make it a hybrid in case you run out of electricity. You can have, you have the gas, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just covering, you know, covering the bases.
1: Speaking of guests, uh, our first Arlington Air, our second Arlington Airbnb meetup is coming, which is going tomorrow. to be
0: tomorrow seven which, o'clock. This is in the and, future, uh, so it already
1: happened. Yeah, yeah it'll already been happened. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. We'll hopefully meet some people that are already doing Airbnb or people that's looking to start. But if people that are already doing it, we would definitely like to have them on.
0: So, what's the our meetup group called? Arlington Airbnb Meetup. Arlington Airbnb Meetup. Yeah. And Nee, our our buddy Nee from Seattle, he says he wishes he can go to that. Oh, yeah. That'd but,
1: be cool to have him here. But he's way over there. So yeah.
0: sorry, Nee. Maybe we could um, video conference him in. Who knows?
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah video conference him in over pizza and beer. So.
0: That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad. bad idea. At one of our houses, just, hey, we can do a little meetup. Our, at a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Our, our last meetup, we had a guy fly in from Florida.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Was it, what meetup was it?
1: The meetup for the for the whole uh, Arlington real estate. But he came to meet me. He's like, "Yeah, I came to meet you for the Airbnb." And I got to get back to him. Dang it! I keep forgetting to get back to him because he sent me all these numbers. I got to go over them.
0: So he came. Yeah. How did he? How did he know about you? Podcast. So he listens to our show. Yeah. And he.
1: Came. <laughs> no, no, no. This is the cool part about it, though. This guy works for MLB players. So what he does is he crunches the number. I forgot which player he works for. He works for some player that plays for the uh, Miami MLB team. Miami. The uh, Marlins. The Marlins. Yeah. His guy works for the Marlins, and he does all the number crunching for all his real estate, and he wanted to know about Airbnb. So, yeah, that's pretty dope, man. I was like, dang, man. So he's like, yeah, it's a pretty cool job, but he goes, he has got to do a lot of stuff, babysit people's kids, and he's pretty much like an errand boy for professional athletes. So, Sweet. yeah, that was pretty dope.
0: So, you know, what I just got a text message from this is from oh, I get, I think it's from the, um, from the guest. I'm, I'm sorry, from the IT, the IT house, the IT house or oh, it house. Oh, yay. And it says, as long as it's not on Saturday, it's not Saturday through Thursday, I'll be on my honeymoon, honeymoon those days. So, I think she's cool with doing an interview with us. This Saturday through Thursday. Oh, I I'm like, what? Like, not Geez, you every Saturday do that. through Thursday. That's what I was gonna say. But Yay. this Saturday through Thursday, she'll be on her um her honeymoon. So okay. after that, you want well, I'm inter- we'll interview her Friday and ask you know how the how the honeymoon night went. What? <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> 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 we want details, right? <laughs> we don't leave anything out. Tell it on the podcast. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if we're that cool with it. We we ain't that cool, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. So anyways, we we got derailed by that. What were you saying before that?
1: I I completely forgot. That threw me (laughs) off, man. Oh, yeah, we were talking about the camper in the backyard.
0: The camper in the backyard.
1: Oh, ah, you wrote something that I had thought about. You wrote getting with local businesses for coupons for your guests, right? So, when I heard about Airbnb doing the restaurant thing, I was like, wow, I wonder if we could go to those restaurants and be like, hey, if you could get give my guests $5 off for coming here and I just suggest them to you, I think that would be a pretty cool idea, too.
0: Yeah, and I got that idea from um, staying at, uh, at like, uh, in South Padre. Mm-hmm. My, my buddy, um, oh, no, wait a minute, where was I staying? No, no, it was South Padre, because... At the condo, they had like a, a book of, of places that you could go eat at and stuff like that, and they offered discounts in there. So I guess they they knew the, cause the well, Padre Padre's a different animal. Cause they knew they know um, tourists come there and stay, and so when they stay at their spots, they um I guess the local businesses say, hey, you know, tell them to come to our place. They're gonna be in town anyways. Tell them to come eat here, and we'll give them you know like I said, five bucks off or. 10% 20% discount or whatever.
1: That makes me think maybe it'd be a good idea to join an Arlington City at Arlington Chamber of Commerce just to meet business owners. Just to get with them and just especially like ones to own restaurants, stuff like that.
0: That that might be a good deal. I, I think one of us are going to be running for the board of Arlington pretty soon. I have a hunch. <laughs> I have a hunch just to do yeah. it. Just to do it, you know. Yeah, I if mean. they piss us off, say peace out. But I think <laughs> I think it would be um we I, I know a dude that kind of he's big time in Arlington. His name's uh, Mark Jokel, and he runs. Uh, he does. He he's very active in in the Arlington politics and stuff like that. He knows a lot of the the higher ups. He might be a good interview because we want to see how how the Arlington you know what what direction Arlington is going. If they're yeah. gonna they're gonna get it, try to get some public transit. He he mentioned that on his website.
1: And you know what? I actually have that in my Airbnb listing. Like. We don't have public transit, but there is an Uber always five minutes away. That is one thing about Arlington like Arlington has is the biggest city in the us I know that does not that have, have public, public transit. transit like that, that that's ridiculous I mean you have Texas Ranger Stadium Cowboy Stadium uh, a freaking Walmart up there that pretty much making bank off just people going to that stadium and will tow your oh, car if you park yeah. over there oh yeah um, it's just too much stuff in Arlington the water parks. Yeah, they need public transit. The college. Like, no, that's the only public transit is if you're in the college, you go to the college. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then you saw those big pu- complexes they're building out there. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. that's close to where I'm at. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, Arlington. Yeah, you need public transportation. It's the city's too big. You know who don't want it? Uh, Jerry Jones don't want it. <laughs>
0: he don't <laughs> want public transit. He why Because people won't be parking in his $100 oh. parking spaces anymore. They can get public transit to drop him right off at the stadium, take them home afterwards.
1: And you know what? Season ticket holders still want to park and go through all the traffic. I don't know why. Yeah, I like, guess
0: the tailgating, maybe.
1: But even at that, why don't just Uber up there? Because like the guy who stayed at my place, who was going to the game,
0: how would you tailgate if you don't have a car to tailgate? Or a truck. Saying, but,
1: but, like, you need a truck, but he had a car. That's what well, I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah. People yeah, still right. drive, like, their cars up there. I'm like, why?
0: Well, they can bring um, seats and chairs and, yeah. And, yeah, and, okay. and supplies. I guess you can't just throw everything in an Uber and then...
1: But this guy didn't tailgate. He just went for the no, game. He just went for the game. Because I'm like, why would you sit in that much traffic? Because I'm serious. If you've ever been to a Cowboy game, to leave the Cowboy game, you're, on the, you're sitting behind cars for at least an hour. Oh,
0: damn. Yeah.
1: I Uber that. Like, even when the first time I went to a game, which is a college game, uh-huh. I, I lived right by the stadium, so I walked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I I'd Uber it.
0: Yeah. That I, I, made, made me think one time. I, we have a TRE here, which I, my Hearst house is right down the street from the TRE, the, uh-huh. tr- the Trinity Rail Express. It's a light rail train system that connects Dallas and Fort Worth. And I'm right by it, dude. I think that's what it make that would make my Airbnb a, a great and uh, my my Hearst Airbnb a great Airbnb. Yeah. It's cause they can when they're here, they can just hop on that train and boom in a few minutes there in Dallas, boom, a few minutes there in Fort Worth. What's it called? The TRE, the Trinity Rail Express. Uh-huh. And it you never heard of it? No. Okay, it stops there's a stop here at Bell Helicopter right up the way. Then there's oh. a stop over there off of um off Trinity in three sixty. There's a train station there. Then there's the Medical District. I think that's in Irving. And then it stops right in front of the, the AAC, the American Airlines Center, where the Dallas Mavericks and Dallas Stars play. Oh! It stops right in front. And so during Mavericks and Stars games, it's up and running all the way until people get out of the games and take them home. It stays open late, you know? Concerts too, special events, it stays open late. It's free. It's a sweet deal.
1: That would be really good because the people who, who book the, for the OU game, their main question, because they're staying in Arlington, they're like, how far are you from the Cotton Bowl Stadium? I'm like, oh, so I, I kind of gave them a shortcut on how to get there. Yeah. I'm like, hey, if you go down 20, then cut up through downtown, you'll yeah. get there faster. So, yeah, including things like that in your list is very important. Like, and,
0: now, and the TRE, if they hopped, and let's say if they stayed over in this area, they can hop on the TRE. It would take them to downtown Dallas, and then they can hop on a, a bus from there uh-huh. and connect to the, the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. So it, it would link them up that way. If they didn't want to drive a car and stuff like that,
1: see, and I'm adding that to my listing, like ways okay. to commute. That's yeah, always yeah. a good way, like a ways to commute. Oh, it's great, dude. I love yeah. it.
0: And I remember one time, um, it, it shows how convenient public transit is. I I used to live over there by off Trinity and 360, mm-hmm. and my buddy. Um, oh well, I lived in in U-less, so not too far. So I I drove. I the Mavericks game. My buddy wanted to meet uh, my buddy Eli in the investment club group. Yeah. So that you're going to be a part of soon, maybe. <laughs> we're actually up like 350 bucks now from five going, to three yeah from five to 350 bucks been going up
1: dang gotta see so, what y'all invested in. <laughs>
0: so anyways um so uh i so i said yeah i'll meet you at the game because he worked in dallas at the time so he went to the he went straight to the game after work and then i went to um i went to the tre you know paid it was like five bucks or whatever hopped on the tre and i parked there at the parking lot hopped on the train and, and it's right there for the stadium within minutes dude and I walked in, watched the game, and afterwards he was like, "Hey man, you know, uh, I could drop you back off at your because he he lived over this uh, in Arlington." He said, "I just yeah, just drive ride with me. I'll drop you back off over here at, at the at the TRE station, yeah. and then you can go home from there." I was like, oh, psh, "All right," you know, I just like thought yeah. about it. Okay, cool. And so we got. I got in the car with him, and man, we were stuck in that freaking parking lot, dude, for like an hour. I was like, dude, I could yeah. have hopped back on that train, yeah. and been back in my car yeah, exactly. in ten minutes, and it's like I'm stuck sitting here, dude. Why did I get in the damn car with
1: you? Yeah, exactly, man. Like, cause you know I'm from Portland and Vancouver, Washington, Portland, Oregon, Vancouver, Washington. Public transportation's huge, so like, if you want to catch to Trailblazer game, you don't have to sit in traffic if you don't want to buses don't stop to run until two in the morning so boom you got on a hop on the uh max hop on the max go downtown then hop on your bus get back home yeah so yeah and down here when, ever since i moved like to texas i'm like geez, public transportation sucks especially wow. in arlington especially dallas arlington. is a little bit better but arlington old, sucks
0: old man vandergrift did not want public transit here Oh, the guy dang. that started all the car dealerships, really? Yeah, he wanted people to buy cars and drive cars. He didn't want people to be driving Andrew trains and stuff. So he kept it out of the city. Uh-huh. He had a lot of pool. Hey, he he, what, what do they call it? He drank a lot of water here. He pulled a lot of water. I don't know. What they yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dang,
1: <laughs> I didn't know it was him though. But yeah, uh, his, that's what his...
0: I heard. That's what I heard. And it's just been a since then. It's been just passed down that that attitude towards public transportation. You know. And,
1: and I could see why. I mean, I and you could tell there's no public transportation because if you go down Cooper. In the morning, it is freaking packed. Yeah. It's packed. It, it keeps... It, like, and then every time you're on the freeway in Texas, what's the first thing you see? We've had X amount of accidents this year. Please How slow down. How many deaths? Exactly. Yeah, Exactly. deaths. Exactly. I'm like, get public transportation. Yeah, it's,
0: you don't have to worry about that. Anyways, but, but yeah, like I said, Jerry Jones wouldn't be a big fan of I don't think. Yeah people coming from all over public transit. They wouldn't be parking in the hundred dollar parking spaces. That's yeah. just me. Yeah, that's I, I agree.
1: Thoughts. And I, I think that's the truth, man.
0: Yeah. So what else what else been going on, Micah?
1: Man, man, a lot. Um really just the uh bouncing around kids, got a booking a li- booking for my upstairs, uh waiting for that to come. So when that gets here it's a nice little payout. Sweet. Uh other than that, I've been using um the Beyond pricing I just kind of bashed it a couple of weeks ago, but then last week I did have – it worked in my favor. Uh, I've been working with that to, like – I'm trying to understand the health score on there. Like, I went on, I Googled it, and because, like, my upstairs on Airbnb, it's, it has a health score of 2, and huh. it's red. But now, on um, VRBO, it's the exact same listing. It's at 88. So, I'm like, <laughs> what in the world? So, I, I'm, not, I'm not truly getting it, so – I've I've done what they told me. They said what you got to do is you got to play with your base price, and play with that a little bit, and it should go up. You have to wait two weeks for it to go up or down. So right, right, waiting on that. So hopefully I can get that up to an eighty like it is on VRBO.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah.
1: What's up, man? You have a lot of topics on uh, here. Uh, man.
0: Yeah, I told you uh, the other day I was at the getting my badge renewed at work, and I just sitting there bored for two hours waiting for them to see me, and. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I wrote is um, remember I told you I opened a Chase bank account for my for my renters to just deposit the the money straight into my checking account? Uh-huh. Or it's a it's a Chase it's a Chase they call it something savings account, which they can it acts like I get six uses to pull out to use ATM a mm-hmm. month, which I just plan to leave it in there, but I could transfer it online, whatever free, transfer it from that bank to my other you know, my other yeah. bank. And so, and plus it sits in a savings account and it only costs 300 bucks to open one of these. So I was like, ah, that's pretty good deal. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I think I put like, I had like 1500 cash on me that day because, because I thought I was going to be 1500 to start it. Anyways, I put that in there and they've paid the last few, you know, couple months they've been paying like clockwork, which is good. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I had over, uh, let's say 3,300 bucks in there. And so I made, I made interest because it's, it's a savings account. Yeah. And I made, it, I made my first interest on it, man. Pretty good oh, news, huh? Eh? There you go. One cent. <laughs> 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 Talk about a return on investment, huh?
1: That is why you invest. Two months. You can't but trust you, say, you. A lot
0: of people just store stuff away their money in savings accounts, right? One why? One freaking cent, dude. That is why you can't save the wealth. I walk over pennies when I go, you know, when yeah. I'm going somewhere. I ain't picking up a penny. <laughs> one penny. Wow, oh, that's insane. That's that's uh, well, yeah. Put your money in something that'll make it grow, folks. Yeah. If you're gonna learn anything that's, from this show, yeah.
1: You can't save your way to wealth. Savers oh, are losers. One thing you wrote on here that me and my wife are getting, you said cameras in your Airbnb
0: that's what i was thinking in the common area i put that on there
1: we're not gonna do them in the common area we're gonna do them at all the entrances exits and like all the entrances and exits um common area i do see your point uh
0: you would have known who spilt that beverage yeah
1: yeah <laughs> and that, that that's the only thing about it yeah
0: my, but, oh go ahead
1: but like let's say i'm written out the whole spot and somebody tries decides to do the freaky deaky on the upstairs couch well you got uh, your
0: entertainment
1: <laughs> you know i did used to be in the porn selling business i don't know if i want to enter again but uh yeah that's the only thing about doing the uh, whole uh, what's it called the uh, the common areas i was gonna do the the entrance over the garage over the front door back door and I'll see where we go for that because we already got a guy to do it because we had a guy come out two weeks ago and do the um. He did the cabling for my uh for all the internet ports. So he said he does cameras too. His name's Norris Johnson, by the way. If you need any type of wiring, TV mounting done in your house, hit him up. But uh, yeah, so he said he'll do my cameras. I don't know. He think he charges pretty cheap too. He has really good really good deals. So
0: sweet. Now here here's why I was um why I put it Airbnb in the common areas. Cause um, I was thinking, you're running a hostel type place. If you're running out the individual bedrooms, right, mm-hmm. and you got they got like a, a common area to congregate upstairs, and um, <clears throat> or if I was gonna do my house rent my house out the same way, rent each room out and then have like a common area, you know, people can use the kitchen or the big living room, whatever, mm-hmm. as a common area. And I was thinking, well, that's fine and good until you get like a, uh, a girl in the mix. And then maybe a dude is staying there, or two dudes. I mean, that's kind. Of, I was thinking of safety for, for the female guest. You know,
1: you know what? Um, one time, the time that we sat down, I think it was me, you, and Robert. Uh, I think we were at a coffee, a Starbucks, and I think he asked oh, about yeah, that. Robert hey, yeah, Robert Ickard.
0: Hey, what's up, Rob?
1: Yeah, what's up, Rob? He asked about that. He goes, "What do you do about safety? Get what, safe." guest safety he goes like what's well, for? guys over there and the girl over here and something happens like abuse or assault and i was like yo that's a good thing i never thought about and i guess yeah that kind of comes back to that mm-hmm. so i don't know i think yeah they would be good in common areas uh, and maybe
0: um maybe not so much because you're you know you're you, you live there at your house still so yeah. maybe that that's more as a deterrent because you know that, that someone yeah. lives there they might not do something crazy hopefully yeah but i'm if i'm renting out my house remote or not remotely but just i'm not going to be living at my house i won't know what's going to be going on and and some girl could get assaulted you know yeah or or someone in the house gets assaulted and lie and lies about it you know i'm saying that they Mm -hmm. weren't actually assaulted and now as he said she said whereas if i have cameras at certain spots in the house yeah then that might be a good um I don't know A yeah. good deterrent for stuff like that to happen.
1: Definitely. I, I definitely agree with you on that. But,
0: uh, and the same in, I don't know if I, don't, will I be, it would feel weird. I'm in the, I'm in the Zen room right now. This is going to be the Zen room, the chill room. And there's going to be a freaking camera in the corner staring at me. I don't know how Zen I would feel. And so it's, ah, it's just, I'm torn.
1: Yeah. Uh, for right now, I'm, I'm just going to do the entrances just to see how that works out for me. Um, then you can kind of see who's coming in and out your house who's not locking doors, who is locking doors. Cause we did have a guest get locked out the other day due to another guest locking the bottom lock. So I <laughs> had to go buy a new lock, new door lock, a new, well, a new doorknob yeah. put on, but, and the girl who locked her out was her mom locked the daughter out on accident. So yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I see what you mean by the common areas, but then, yeah, I do see like a lot of people like the privacy of their home, especially if you live in there. Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: So that was a uh, another topic offering um what was I gonna say um, another cool a cool part I was thinking about um I'm optimizing the the crap out of your
1: place uh-huh. allowing people to advertise I would yeah, let' them advertise like um I'm actually gonna start advertising with my barbershop like the Artist Vacations and the Live, Let Thrive podcast. I've actually been telling him about it. Uh, he act, What he does is you pay him 25 a month, and you get to advertise your business. But you have to prove to him that you have an LLC, and it's a legit business. Once you show him you have an LLC, he lets you advertise for 25 bucks a month. Huh. And At the barbershop. Yeah, and it, what he does is it's actually a rotating screen that keeps going to different businesses in the Arlington area. Yeah, what I'm going to do is put my Airbnbs and the Live, Let Thrive up there and the Arlington meetup. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. That'll work, man. Yeah, and so I was thinking, like, and I actually took that idea. I'm like, yo, I could do that in my Airbnb.
0: Yeah. Yep. That'll work. Um, Because on this other podcast, I heard this thing about about us, like a cell phone tower like this guy mm-hmm. had bought this spot like a commercial building and on top they had like a like a cell phone tire, a tower that uh, well for that T-Mobile was using to to send out their signal to to the whole area and I was like well sh- shoot if you have a house and you're being it out I mean you could throw a, you can let someone put a cell phone tower on top of it right or a radio tower if you have property in the back that can put a radio tower all these yep. things these enhancements, like like you might not want them at your personal house, but if it's just an air, just an Airbnb, if it's an Airbnb spot, I mean, these guests aren't going to even notice it, you know? What I'm yeah, saying? yeah. And you can you can optimize, optimize, maximize the crap out of your place.
1: Yeah, you, know you could.
0: And uh, what's a cap rate, dude? Go ahead and explain a cap rate to me.
1: Man, I hate explaining <laughs> that. Me and, me and, that's a question for James fan. We were actually at a meetup and someone started talking about a cap rate, but no, I think it's like. If you spend a hundred thousand you want a ten percent cap rate, usually more, right? Yeah. So if you spend a hundred thousand dollars on a house, you want it to generate ten thousand a year, isn't it?
0: Okay. So is that the one percent rule too? The kind of the one percent rule? The one percent
1: rule. Oh no, no, that's not the one percent rule, rule is
0: thousand yeah. bucks a month rent for a yeah. hundred thousand dollar house. That's the one percent rule. Go. Yeah. Two percent rule, two thousand a month rent for a yeah. hundred thousand dollar house. Yeah. But a cap rate, I was like so. <laughs> Yeah. I hear them saying that all the time. A cap rate. It's, and I've never googled it, but I just thought you might know what it is. It's the
1: fastest way to how fast it's how fast you get paid paid for your investment, I believe, cuz it's like okay, you spend 100,000 on a house. You want that house, if it's a 10% cap rate, I think you're making 10 grand or more a year. Right. Correct.
0: I, I guess I'm asking <laughs> yeah 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 my bad but,
1: uh, we'll get James Fan on the answer because we were at a meetup last week two, a couple weeks ago we were at a meetup and the, a new guy was there he's like what's the cap rate and like we had all been drinking we would all had beers and then like yeah. I'm like man that's James he's the finance guy he asked James James looks at him he's like James is like damn I'm kind of buzzed but I can give it to you and he, gave, he broke it down to him <laughs> <laughs>
0: but first did he say hi guys <laughs> Shout out to James.
1: So yeah, James is our finance guru. <laughs>
0: He's a guru. We need him back on the show. He was great. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Knee. Mr. Knee. Uh-huh. Hey, Mr. Knee. Yeah. We are the Knights to say <laughs> Nee. Mr. <laughs> Knee. But he... Uh, our buddy Knee over there in Seattle. He should... Um, he should... He he said, "Oh, I just heard he he wrote me the other day. He's like, I I just heard the James episode. Yeah, oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and he's Vietnamese like me, so I can relate to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So Jeez. laughs> going international on this mug. Yes, sir. So yeah, James is a cool dude, man. Yeah. And so next time he comes, you know,
1: we'll talk cap rates. Yes,
0: three. Just us three. Just us three.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm
0: oh did you? All right. If you go back and listen to the um, James episode, the the second one, because he sat in on like two consecutive. So listen to that second one at the very end. I know you caught it too. Yeah. At the very end, when we're fading out to music and Mahogany's voice you know, sending us out. You listen right at the end, and you hear um, James's friend, who who happened to be hitting the bourbon a little bit that night, and he just hear him say, "Let's get lit." <laughs> And I and I edited most everything that. Um, no offense to James's friend, was his name Kevin? Or I don't know. I forgot. No offense to him, he's a cool dude. He drank a little much, and um, I edited most of his words, most of his ninety nine point nine percent of his words. But I heard that at the very end, I was like, "Oh, that's a perfect ending." Because we're all like, "All right, you know, L L T out, blah blah blah," and he's like, "Let's get lit!" <laughs> so after all that bourbon, all that straight bourbon that he drank of my um special bourbon (laughs) he wanted to hit a bar up so it's like man to be 20 again yeah man for real you don't you're married with the kiddos you don't party i don't think you party that hard i don't know maybe no
1: i party i party i party at the house now man yeah yeah you don't want to go
0: out and go to hop bar hopping man oh man no 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 i did and kids nowadays thanks to the share economy they got uber and
1: that's that we didn't have that crap we yeah man crap. it's a few nights i made it home and i was pretty shocked <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not i'm not advertising drinking and driving no uh, and but, it happens it happens yeah, and that's yes, how it, it and
0: it was yeah. very common back in back in my day yeah and um I'm still common now and i and uh, there's some young dudes at my work in the early 20s and they're like yeah man we're gonna go out to this place this place tonight and it's like I was like, man, y'all are so fortunate to have Uber to, yeah. to get around and they're like Seriously. oh man, I, st- I don't know. I still like to drive my car. I was like, dude, you're a freaking idiot, man. Yeah, yeah. If you know Uber. you're going to go get hammered. Get a freaking Uber, yeah. you know? It, it might seem like a lot of money to a 20 something year old to spend, you know, 20 bucks on a ride whatever cuz it's peak hours whatever. But um
1: Now that you say that, man, that's like really a crazy how fast Uber's grown because okay, back when my wife was senior year of college, I would she was living in Austin, I was living in Arlington. So for us to see each other, either she would take the mega bus up here or I'd drive my car down to Austin. Yeah. It's so like every time we went out, we didn't have an Uber. Like we'd go out, like ten, fifteen of us, her friends from college, and we we'd always have to designate a driver. Yeah. But I think Uber was out, but it wasn't just that big yet. I think this was about four years ago. So it's crazy how fast Uber's grown to a point where now you just call the an Uber and go kick it. Yeah. You know? So it's- Cause like we go 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 to Sixth Street, get hammered, come back, call We, hey, who's sober enough to drive? Going (laughs) on, so you know. And now,
0: and here's the crazy part. And you mentioned Austin, and they still don't allow Uber in Austin. They do. They think they they let it back. Did one? Did it barely start? Because I mean, as far as as long as I know, they still haven't. They haven't let it back into uh, Austin.
1: It's crazy because a dude actually when I was when we were first getting our condo set up. I talked to the guy who was fixing the door at my house, at the condo, and he actually went, dang it, I wish we could interview that guy. I wish I had his information. He like went to the whole breakdown of why Uber and Austin weren't clicking, man. He went all the way down to it.
0: And what And what was the main reason why they weren't clicking?
1: He, he said that Austin, Austin's kind of like my hometown of Portland. It's real hippie-ish and kind of really liberal left wing yeah left leaning so uh uber's big thing was they weren't going to run background checks on their drivers which i don't think they do so austin was like okay you run background checks and then we will allow you to be here and i guess uber was like okay we'll run them you'll pay f- you pay for it so austin of course like you i'm not paying for no background checks other than you and i guess that was with a dispute that's what i heard from this guy and what he was telling me because i guess right. he'd lived there for so many years so yeah
0: and, and here's the okay i see the posturing back and forth and and here's what pisses me off about that okay you're you're, you're saying you want background checks okay that, that's fine whatever mm-hmm. or the other option is you're not going to work here blah 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 uh-huh. um In the meantime, man, I mean, you know how many, I I can't even fathom how many lives Uber might have potentially have saved by picking up drunk drivers and driving them around. Yeah. How many accidents is prevented, you know? And it's just, uh, and it's, I think it's a great service. How much safer it is than like a random taxi cab, I would think. And um, for being like political posturing to be going on to prevent something like that that could that could save lives literally save lives in your city and you're not letting it in there and and that that pisses me off i'm sorry i don't know what the background check the whole background check story is but yeah that's just um i mean all these taxi cab drivers they're all are they all background checked or what how does that work
1: that's a good question i'm pretty sure they are though because they work for a company you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. and that's, that's why I didn't see what the point of taxi drivers being pissed at, off at Uber. I'm like, that's your chance to be free from the company. You make your own hours now.
0: Right, but, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying.
1: But the insurance, if they but have But they the have to buy
0: a car, a nice car. not just They'll lease a
1: thing. car to you. Uber leases cars.
0: Okay, so there's no excuse. Yeah. But there is, I, I, do, I do have a friend that um, runs a taxi, um, what does that They're say, back. Uber and Lyft. Oh, Cool. and so i do have a friend that um his side hustle is a taxi cab Um, i'm sorry i'm sorry uh uh, what's it called limousine service what limousines yeah limousines and um and he's saying that uber really really put a dent in his and even though it's limousines he would rent them out and stuff but um but yeah even like like even like just like Lincoln Town Car kind of limousines oh, from the yeah. airport and stuff, Uber's has been you know just just destroying everybody.
1: Uber excels. Yeah, yeah. And yep. he says
0: and he says that um, and he says how can we compete once when you go pick up somebody, take them across town, and you get five dollars from that transaction? He goes, how do we live off that? That's what his that's what his gripe is. And I don't know how the drivers live off that. I guess they make the bulk. They can make a sh- a, butt, a buttload of money in their peak hours, right? But if like if they're gonna come pick me up, come here like take me to the mall or something, it's it's about four or five bucks. It's so cheap. It's You're like saying the
1: cheap. Uber drivers, Uber drivers, Uber's
0: are, yeah, it's super cheap. I guess maybe they were just trying uh, to take over the market share.
1: Oh, in this area, it ain't cheap. What? Well, I'm gonna say this: it's cheap. But you, I used to be an Uber driver, so I've driven yeah. Uber before. I used to. Okay. I, yeah. Cool. cool. One, I know from
0: here to the mall is like five bucks. It's like four yeah. or five bucks yeah but it's, it's close though
1: most of the stuff the reason why uber is so good in this area is because when people want to go out they want to go to downtown dallas so what's going to happen is how many people live in downtown dallas yeah Not you're many. right you're right yeah you're going to be so i took a dude from arlington from a bar in arlington all the way up to Carrollton, hmm. to where he his friends were at that paid me 60 bucks so I, I did it for like three hours. I was being paid. It averaged out to like $13 an hour. Yeah, but hot, yeah, it's not bad. So the, the hot side spot, hustle. Yeah. Yeah. For a side hustle, it's not bad for a good, like if you truly, truly want to make a lot of good money, like on Uber, go out every night and go sit up and either start off in Arlington, let it, let someone end up taking you up there to uh Frisco up there in that area and just sit up there, man. You'll make money all night. Oh, in Frisco. Oh, yeah. You'll make money all (laughs) night, man. People drunk don't want to go home. You'll make money all night. Nice. Yeah, I made money all night doing that.
0: Hand over fist. Yep. That's cool. So why'd you get out of Uber?
1: No, I was just doing it to test the waters. Just test the waters of it. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty good payout. Like, if I don't know how old you have to be to drive an Uber, but like a young guy who's just going to college, (laughs) I'd do it. You make your own hours.
0: Sweet. Yeah. I want to ask you about finessing Airbnb, yo. Finessing okay. the Airbnb, yo. <laughs> and, How you, do you want to pull you, that and, one and off? And you mentioned it earlier about the um the the guy with the Cowboys tickets, or the or the last episode you talked about the guy with the Cowboys tickets. Yeah. And you said like uh, y'all might come to an agreement where he might stay at your place for okay, but pay you at least ten bucks and leave a badass review. Yeah. You know, and and that's 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 what I was getting at on this on this. This topic that i wrote okay i was like using friends and family reviews to beef up your airbnb host status yeah and i thought i mean even if i said like, hey i can get my friend or family to stay here 10 bucks a night i'd give them the money back and they yeah. just write me some badass review i thought that would be a great idea to start getting building reviews
1: yeah that's not uh, that's what i was telling you because i was telling you uh yeah if he stays like if we agree to the terms of hey you give me the tickets for every game you don't go to. I let you stay in my spot whenever you do come. And then all I'm going to do is because I think the cheapest you can put. Oh. You know the Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma thing? Yeah. Oh, this sounds bad, but I think that's still going on. So, like, I can give him my place for free. Oh, okay. Finessing the Airbnb. But I don't know if they let you leave a review. Oh. Dude, I- I'm not sure though i i haven't... i don't know I don't know i guess but even we'll just, just do... the 10
0: the 10 bucks thing yeah I'll just
1: do the 10 bucks thing and I'll just give him the 10 bucks back hey here's yeah. your 10 bucks back and then you just leave me a really good review glowing review yeah give me a five star review say it was great whatever and then see that makes me think maybe I should let him rent out my entire upstairs just as far as him having it and just leave it leave the entire upstairs a good review and then while i'm still renting out the other two rooms while he's in the third room so then i'm moving on all accounts you see what i'm saying
0: oh okay okay so you're,
1: then you're giving my entire upstairs a good review and the other two guys are giving my a and b a good review right right huh wow that makes sense yeah i know so then you like you're kind of making everything so then when when everybody's out, you list your big, your big uh, upstairs. It all has five-star reviews from this one dude, but they don't care. It's five-star reviews. Yeah. And then so I can start beefing up the price on it. Hmm. Because that's what I do. Like, with my private rooms, once it gets ten five-star reviews, I beef up the price. Oh, I go okay. up five bucks. So, oh. I, one of my rooms, <laughs> yeah, my room A, it already has 12 five-star reviews. It costs ten more bucks than the other rooms. Oh wow! And then once Sweet M gets to five stars, which it's it's climbing. The last guy left a four star. I don't know why. What? Guess because he told his kid stop jumping on the couch. But <laughs> 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 so, I mean, I'm not tripping on it. So once we get that one to ten five star, we'll up the price again.
0: Okay. Yeah. Moving them stars around. Yeah. And so yeah, that's what I was thinking. That, the yeah. my Hurst house. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna hit the ground running, and I don't have any reviews on it yet. But that'd be a great way. Get yeah. some folks to, to start staying here, you know, for right. the low price. And then just reimbursing them, getting some getting some stars. That might help people want to come stay here. Oh,
1: yeah. People do it all the time, man. I, yeah. You they figure, feel, right? I you know they do.
0: If you have a product out there online, you're going to get people to, to review it yeah, for you, exactly. aren't you?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just start off like what well, we did. Um, we had our uncle stay there. Our uncle and my grandma stay at one of our Airbnbs and just had him write a five-star review.
0: Oh, beautiful.
1: I just tell them, don't say we're related in the review. You just say, hey, stayed here. Good review, good <laughs> place. You know? Yeah.
0: Now, having, um, would you have a garage sale at your house while you have guests there? Would that be weird?
1: No, I wouldn't. It's just, you don't want a bunch of junk around. You kind of want to make it focus on your guests. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I wouldn't do it. I'd be focusing on my guests. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would do that.
0: I would, man stacking them deep selling them cheap <laughs> and maybe I, I, maybe my guest will buy something from me she...
1: yeah but then it's like it's too much stuff in there it's too packed around you'll start noticing once you have an airbnb man you'll start i guess you'll become a what do you call it a minimalist uh-huh. yeah you, you'll become more of a minimalist like you'll start keeping stuff around keeping your place clean it was one of the great things in james carlson's uh article as well I suggest all people go read James Carlson's article on Bigger Pockets blog post about the pros and cons of Airbnb. He really breaks it down.
0: No, I will. I'll read it again. Yeah, really good stuff, man. <laughs> and um, what I was going to ask you. Uh, la, 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 Airbnb, while well, guests are there. Having, oh, would having a bad season from the Cowboys and or Rangers affect your Airbnb?
1: Cowboys, no. They're, They're still America's come team. no matter what? Yeah, they're, they're, that, that's one thing that's uh, good about the Cowboys. Um, that's why they're America's team. They can flat foot suck and people will still come. Like all of those years, I hate to say it to any Tony Romo fans, we all knew Tony Romo wasn't going to win a damn Super Bowl, man. <laughs> they kept going. Like, I mean, seriously, we all knew. I mean, anyone with good sense knew Tony Romo wasn't going to win a Super Bowl. People are going to still come. Uh, the Rangers, I think uh, if the Rangers make the playoffs that's that's where the money comes in because that's Hmm. when people are coming those playoff games oh man that's when people are coming man or world series
0: yeah yeah that'd be awesome yeah if they do that again um i was gonna ask you too is is having a barbecue pit a good idea at your airbnb
1: it's a lot of safety right there yeah i just i got a grill yeah i don't know about a pit i go for the grill my wife wanted a pit and i was like yeah so what's the we,
0: difference between the two
1: i think the grill is actually a grill a pit i think it's like the fire underneath right and then you roast on top of it
0: um well well like the one i just got which is comes another story it, it kind of looks like a like a barrel like a metal barrel and i guess you yeah it's oh, like it's, I guess it's okay. a grill. i don't i don't know what the what the
1: i guess they're kind of similar
0: yeah, I guess so. It's a grill. Yeah, and it has on the left. It has like a side you can do like smoke. You can smoke a meat or something like that.
1: Okay. Yeah. And yours, yours is a true pit. Mine's a grill.
0: I don't know about you, but I have a I have a cousin, uh, kind of itchy neck, itchy neck cousin that kind of can get crackhead. That <laughs> 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 he finds me deals that fall off trucks. All right. Yeah. And you.
1: so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's and it's funny if if you have any listeners out there that when when someone when you know someone like that. Yeah. And they come at you with, "Hey, I got this thing for sale." Blah blah blah. Hey man, you know these, and they want they'll start throwing something out there. These other guys might already get it though for seventy five bucks. It's never gonna sell for seventy five bucks. First of all, <laughs> that that seventy five dollar sell that he almost has that always falls through. And so <laughs> he's know. like, "Oh man!" And then and the the funny part is, you don't even have to answer their their messages because then it, the price will fall by itself. And so. <laughs> yeah. I, This usually is what happens. You'll you'll, you'll get another another message. Hey, you know those dudes never you know came for the thing, so I'll give it to you today for fifty bucks. You know, Mm -hmm. hey, quite a price drop. Still a good deal, but just wait for one more message. (laughs) the last and the last message usually is, "Hey, dude, um, if you get it today, forty dollars." And that's when I usually call him. Hey, what's up, cuz? (laughs) 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 Well, he brought over a a barbecue grill the other day. The one I'm talking about is pretty yeah. big size and it's got the smoker and it's got the big part. You could do like whole two racks of ribs and it's it's nice.
1: You know what? That same process is what I use to furnish out my rooms. Most of those people, they overpriced their crap on those uh, Facebook Marketplace. Uh-huh. Just keep talking to them for a while. They'll be like, oh, I have someone coming. Be like, oh, okay. Uh, let me know uh, if everything calls through. They'll if, if it's like a day later, they'll... F- text back hey yeah the guy was coming he didn't come so uh yeah you never had a guy (laughs) so yeah a lot of them on the hook and just let them exactly a lot of the times you get people it's easy to get good deals on there man or you might be able to catch the guy who drops his price just on the thing you can get a notification like i had a guy i think the other day he was selling an iphone 7 Uh and he was just dropping the price on it dropping the price on it so, you can always do a notification on like a same jump or whatever. on it. Nod and get it. You get it. Okay. I was it was a good deal too. It was like a 256 gig iPhone 7 Plus, 450 bucks. He couldn't get way to buy it at 700. He slowly came down to 450. I'm pretty sure it's gone now.
0: Yeah, the the 8 just came out, so Yeah. And the 8 and X, the X and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, and, and on shampoo and Booze today, they were talking about that like sitting there gouging for prices on uh, Craigslist. Uh, they said the same thing. That's how they get cheap stuff. They just they said they only use Craigslist. I'm, I don't know if they use Facebook Marketplace. or. Uh, but I know when they're in a rural area. Oh, I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast. But Facebook Marketplace, the only reason it works so good for us because we're in like a really big area. Oh, like, Arlington. No, no, just the whole DFW area. Oh, yeah, general. yeah, yeah. Like I don't know if it would work in like a rural area.
0: Huh, man, maybe not, huh?
1: Yeah, because like even shampoo and booze, they said they have to like go to the urban area. He, he the guy, cause uh, the guy's name, he uses the same strategy as me. He says he goes and sits in a rich area, in a rich neighborhood, and scrolls through Craigslist. And that's what I do for Facebook Marketplace when I'm at work. I'm like right there on the border between Plano and Frisco. Yeah. So I just turn it on. Oh my God, I find deals. <laughs> that that TV I bought, yeah, bought it in Carrollton. Got a fifty five inch TV for two hundred bucks.
0: God. It's pretty <laughs> new or what? Or pretty
1: In the box. He didn't want it anymore. <laughs> oh my Yeah, he did Yeah, in the rich neighborhood th- you get good deals. Yeah, because they don't he goes a lot of times in those bigger neighborhoods they either they're moving, they got new stuff, they don't want their old stuff anymore, so they sell it. Yeah, this dude he gave me the TV. He just cut the top off the box, gave me the TV.
0: Why put he cut the top car. off the box?
1: Well, he, he just cut the top off the box, like the, uh, the, the box, so, cause, so he could show me the TV. Oh, so I So could I show see. it to me, plug it in, show it to me, it worked. So he just cut the top off. He's like, hey, you want the box? I'm like, ah, oh, just give me the TV. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was a brand new TV.
0: Nice, dude. Yeah. So I need to, I need to do that because I need a couple more beds from my place to get it up and running. Oh, yeah. After that, I should be good to go. Uh, we talked about homeschooling the last show. So we're both pro homeschoolers, so yes. I don't know. I'll see. I'll see how it goes. Um, what's up, Knee? Saying say hi to Knee again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> keep going to the uh, knee note.
0: Or the knee no, the, uh, the knee. knee what did I say? I was gonna say the knee hour, the knee minute. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're gonna use him on our show. He's a he's a big, huge fan of our yeah, show. Yeah. when when I. <laughs> Cause I called him, I called me the other day. He's probably like, wow, these dudes are talking about me again. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> cause he, I, I Oh, 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 Oh. Cause he started hitting us up about doing crash pads. And, and so I was like, well, I'm in the airline industry. I'm not a flight attendant. Or none. I have friends that are, that are flight attendants, um, through this, through the site I run this, um, the American, American Alliance couch surfer site on Facebook. And so, um, there's a lot of flight attendants on there. So I threw that question out there and they gave me some, some feedback and I told knee. And then, um, this one guy out of the blue said, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm hopping across the country for doing, for helping out with, um, well, he was helping out with the floods and he was going to go up to the Northeast and help out with the fires. He's going to be in Seattle for a day. And so he, he, um, he said, if anybody has a place that I can rent out over there, let me know. I was like, Oh snap knees over there. Mm -hmm. And so I, I sent him the information of that guy. And actually he, he um, he was messaging me back and forth, and so I just said, I'm, "I want to call Nee." You know, yeah. you can call him on Facebook that has a little, little phone thing you can yeah. call. And so I just called him. And he's like, "I was like, what's up, man?" He's like. Oh hey, what's up, man? How you doing? And you know, and so we were talking about I was like, so it fell through with the uh, with that friend of mine. He was like, Yeah, you know, it didn't work out because I was gonna go out of town that day, this and that, and blah blah blah. He go, and he just we just started talking, and he said, Oh, yeah, I love y'all's show, man. He's like, yeah. it <laughs> feels like I'm talking to a celebrity. It's like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: like you're damn right, Lee. <laughs> yeah, no, <'cause> <laughs> I actually hit
1: him up the other day because I was because uh, a nurse was looking for a place, which is in Yakima, Washington, which is kind of far from him. Yeah. But I was telling him, hey, your market does have the you niche. You called him? Or? No, I just sent I'll him a message. Him. Okay. Uh, I might hit him up. Uh, but I was telling him, your market does have that niche for the uh, traveling nurses. And he's like, oh, thanks for hitting me up, man. So Yeah, I was like, and it's cool we can connect with people and kind of you know, give them different ideas and give them business, essentially. Yeah, you yeah. Know?
0: So. and that's what we see see so hit us up for i mean even if you have a question or whatever well i got this whole pool of um of airline people that, that yeah. need spots to stay i mean even if you're not on airbnb yet you can i might even if you live in a city where these airline people need to stay or need to go or need to, someone to show them around or a ride somewhere and i mean you might just hit us um hit us up on the show. Let me know where you're at and I, I might send a random person your way. <laughs> a random person. Yeah. And they're all like checked out FAA, good standing citizens, no felony, you can't have a felony and work at the airport. And um, people that I know that are airline people so I can, um hook you all up. Hit me up if you're in a cool city and you might, you know, you might... You might want to start dabbling in Airbnb a little with some fine, upstanding citizens.
1: Yeah, that is pretty true. Because I even put my, we're in his Airbnb Couch Surfers Air, American Airline thing uh, page. I yeah. even put my uh, Airbnbs in there and I got a few clicks. So definitely. Hit up, Steve, he's got a connect for you. I've got man.
0: a connect, Michael's got some connects, right? You yeah, got some connects too. Yeah, and, yeah so, I and, we, and we love helping you out. We don't charge you nothing. It's like if we if because hey, you're helping us out too. I have a buddy, hey, I need to go to Chicago this weekend, blah, blah blah. Hey, I might have a friend for you, and then you, you know, you there you go. You got you an Airbnb guest because I filtered them your way, yeah. so it doesn't hurt to hit us up.
1: Oh, and by the way, speaking of uh Airbnb guests, like other hosts, like so my friends mike and kelly they had a guest (laughs) i told them you guys are pretty nice for this they had a guest book their room right so he booked for like a week but the guy showed up a week early so like he knocked on their door i guess my friend mike he answered the door he's like hey what's up he goes told mike hey uh, hey man i'm from airbnb mike's like you're from airbnb uh (laughs) come on in. Who are you? So he's like, <laughs> I booked your room. And Mike's like, what? So him and his wife, him and Kelly, they pull up on their phone. They're trying to find his listing. And Kelly's like, uh, yeah, you're booked for next week. Uh, oh my and the guy's like, oh crap. I meant it to be for this week. <laughs> so, By the way, there's a guest in his room in the dude's room that he's supposed to be. In. It's a guest there. So they're like, well, dang, man. Uh, what are we going to do? So, I guess Kelly calls mahogany because it's like mahogany. What would you do in this situation? She's like, "Uh, tell him to get out. Like, (laughs) so they ended up having they have an extra room in their house, and it's not like not ready, but they they had already been preparing to make this room an Airbnb. But like, it was like the closets filled with stuff. So they're like, hey man, we'll just prepare this other room for you. You cancel your other booking. You just pay us with cash, and so they did that, and it worked out for them. But. Yeah, that, one, that was a weird one right there. I'm like...
0: That's automatically the fastest Airbnb lip booking in the history because they got it booked before they even posted it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this so, is, but Mahogany but <laughs> was telling her, she's like, okay, if you do that, if anything breaks in there, you're going to have to strictly depend on your insurance, not oh, Airbnb's yeah, insurance, yeah. which I don't, I don't really trust Airbnb's insurance, but I'll i will use it to double cover myself. Right, you know? right. So, and, right. yeah, that, but... That 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 hasn't happened to me, but I have had a person book my timeshare and say, "Oh man, I booked the wrong dates." Like the person booked tonight, but he was supposed to book tomorrow night. So, right. it happens. It
0: happens, man. Yeah. It happens. That's that's not that inspires me even more because <laughs> like they got booked before they even freaking put their. That I don't <laughs> know. I know it technically whatever, but yeah. they had two people there just like that, and they're just yeah. they just. They just put it out there to the universe that they're going to prepare the second room for Airbnb, and all of a sudden, Airbnb threw someone in their room. (laughs) It's freaking nuts, dude. Exactly. I love it. I love it. It's the Wild West right now. People, cash in while you can because it'll all come to a halt. Just kidding. Hope not. Um (laughs) i'm an artist i love art i love making art i love uh, drawing painting stuff like that and i'm gonna make this house kind of artsy you know Uh i'm gonna i bought these like these white christmas lights i'm gonna put around the edges and stuff make it a little cool looking you know Uh the the zen den stuff like that some cool lamps and um,
1: tapestries
0: tapestries yeah got some tapestries got some got some art too yeah that i'm gonna put up in different rooms and um i just um and I and I thought of this, and I was thinking of it at first. I thought I was gonna ask you about guest books. I think some pe- it works for some people that have like a little cottage in the hills. You know, they put a little guest book with a little plume and a pin. And I do, and people, yeah. And I think that's a cool. I think that's a cool idea. I don't know how it works.
1: I just use the Airbnb guest book. I just print it off, and we put them in different. Like we have three of them for each room. Okay. It's the okay. exact same thing in it. We just changed the cover. Do
0: people actually write in there?
1: Oh, oh, no, no, no. We don't do the ones you write in. Mahogany wants to make those. I think Mahogany's making those.
0: Okay, that's what I was talking about. The the yeah. ones that are sitting there and they look all pretty and they open up and they say, oh, yeah. I really... And they put a little poem. And, yeah. Mahogany's you know. making one of those. Okay. That's mm-hmm. what's cool. And I thought about having one at, at this spot. You know, this would be the Hearst Art House or whatever. Art House Hearst. I might... I'm even tinkering with the name, you know. and um, And I thought about having this... Either a chalkboard or like this kind of canvas that people can use markers on, kind of thing, and just have this living, breathing piece of art that all the guests come over, they can just draw and it changes. Like I, and I thought about like Cadillac Ranch out in um, West Texas. You know, you've seen, yeah. heard of that. They have all these mm-hmm. Cadillacs dug into the ground, sticking straight up, you know, and people go out there and you're allowed to graffiti. You can graffiti hey. all over these Cadillacs, the old school Cadillacs, you know, yeah. with the fins and all that. Mm-hmm. It's a famous spot. And people on the way Route sixty six, they always stop at Cadillac Ranch, take mm-hmm. pictures, and you can sit there and draw and paint, whatever. It's just like living piece of art and that just keeps living like, breathing and evolving, you know, that's yeah. cool. And to have like a big painting like that in the house and people could just, just draw on
1: it. Right now you really inspire me to go for the full blown sports theme. <laughs> like I'm I'm really considering going like the NFL, NBA. Route just putting full blown fan what are those things called fan heads yeah yeah yeah. like all over the walls yeah I don't know my wife's gonna be fully against it she's like (laughs) hell no but I'm I'm considering it the fat heads yeah the fat heads that's what they call the fat heads and like I don't know I I think I'll just do like I wouldn't do a specific team just like do the entire NFL entire NBA like just have a theme of sports in there yeah yeah because it was up to me it'd be all Lakers stuff in there man going crazy. Lakers, Cowboys, LSU, LSU stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I see your um, headphones are purple. Uh, yep. LSU purple. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So, no, it, that, that's cool. That's, because, that's, what, that's what brings the fun out of Airbnb. Yeah.
1: Like, because I, like, I used to do an fun house. with it. Yeah. Because I, I like the people we're interviewing. Like, when we interviewed Peter. He has a unique listing. I think that's what people go for the saves and wishes for. It's unique. Something that's kind of outside the box. Yeah.
0: And, and we're all kids at heart. Yeah, and I would see a place like that, like the the sports place. If I'm going to go in town, oh, oh cool! Stay at the sports pad, you know. Yeah. And if it had a foosball table, even better. It had something to play while we we're there. you you go with your buddies. Yeah. Like,
1: That'd be freaking cool.
0: That's what I want to do with my my first house. Yeah. That's what I want. I want to turn into a sports pad like that, a pool table, everything to oh, work, dart boards, bad. all kinds of stuff.
1: I got to convince mahogany of this. Yeah, got to convince mahogany of that one. I'm, I think I'm going to go the, go that route
0: it makes it a little more tolerable like when you get to pour your passion into it you know yeah Pour your art pour your flair you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying and that's what i with the art house i'm trying to create here in hearst yeah i'd love to even bring invite artists they can put their artwork up here for sale in my house you know and yeah. really just have all kinds of different art all over the place
1: that's actually what we did in my condo we put my mom's art for sale oh nice, up in there nice. And, yeah. did she
0: ever get any sales yeah really
1: one or two sales yeah nice nice yeah, yeah. yeah I put my mom's art in there so yeah, beautiful cool. art
0: for free and yeah. then, then she 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 got something out of it too because she can exactly. sell it sweet yeah so uh, yeah let airbnb inspire you man do something cool with it i think you do something interesting with it don't just get a bedroom and throw a bed and a sheet and here you go here's your do don't,
1: don't be an airbnb slumlord <laughs> <laughs> i wrote that down didn't i i think so airbnb yeah, slumlord, slumlord. <laughs> and, it,
0: and it happens i mean yeah. it happens slumlording is just it's not always the fault of the, of the renter, of the, the guy written out the house or the, yeah. the guy written out Airbnb. It's, it's, it's laziness and it's fear to, to do something about things that are going wrong, you know? Yeah. And to take care, to, to grab it by the horns, you know? Yeah. And fix the problems. And um, and I could see there's, there's Airbnb slumlords out there. that just lazy and just don't put out a good product. Yeah. And that's what I was getting my gripe was with, with the reviews are. Most of the time, people don't say bad stuff. Even if they feel bad about something that ha- that happened,
1: you know when mahogany, mahogany really laid into me about that the other day because the guy with the kid, yeah, she goes, man, you should have been honest on that review because so I the left him a five star. The next person going to get that, yeah, yeah. But but thing is, I seen the other reviews. They all said it was a good experience with him and his kid. But then she's like, you got to be honest because he goes, look, he he gave us a five four star review. Did he really deserve a five star? I'm like. Yeah, I guess he could have got up and got his kid. Man, his kid was doing cannonballs off the couch. So <laughs> I guess I'm like, yeah. Then he most likely he's the one who spilled the orange juice on the couch. I'm not gonna blame him, but I'm right, right. putting two and two together. Come on now. Now,
0: have cool. you seen that before? On, I mean, you you scour the Airbnb listings, right? Every mm-hmm. now and then, yeah. have you seen that like a uh, a host bad mouthing a guest? Before even the guest bowed mouths, the host. Have you seen like the are are the hosts allowed to attack first? Or I mean to well, say you,
1: something? The, you're not allowed to see the review unless you leave both. Once you both leave a review, then you can then see it's each up other. There. Yeah. And have
0: you seen a disparity? Have you seen the the guests say, "Oh, it was a good experience," and the host saying, "Hey, man, this guy kind of you know watch out for this guy." Have you ever seen something yeah, like that? I have.
1: Uh, like, I actually let one girl who stayed in my timeshare. She had bad reviews, but I let her stay
0: oh really yeah
1: they were like she had a party place was a mess but <laughs> i mean i think that's because she didn't require a security deposit so at my timeshares i don't care i'll let you stay because you have to put your card on file yeah you're more yeah. lenient like okay they have my card information they'll trump up some charges if i messed it up in here you know what i mean right right so i i've seen it i've definitely seen it. i've said let a girl stay at my spot she left it clean Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think it takes just one review of someone being honest with you for you to straighten up your act as a guest. Hmm. Like I think it's just one per- it, it takes one person to be honest about it because you might start noticing you're getting a lot of rejections, a lot of declines, things like that.
0: Huh. Wow. Yeah. So. I've always got glowing reviews wherever I went. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not to brag.
1: So, oh, and Airbnb put a feature in if you're a host and you stay at another host's place you get a review as from other hosts
0: you get a review from other like, hosts
1: it doesn't put you down as just a regular review right oh okay, your review okay. goes is under a different category as reviews from other hosts nice yeah yeah
0: that's pretty cool so yeah that's i mean i guess the theme of this of this episode which is wow we're you know, it was a pretty good strong episode. Oh, man, we're moving, <laughs> man. we're moving. Yeah, we got a lot we had a lot to talk about and um yeah. Back to back to the theme of this whole thing. I mean, make it fun. I think yeah. I mean, that's just that's my advice. Maybe hey, and maybe you're not like that. Maybe you just want like a cookie cutter, or, you know, whatever. Better home and gardens. Look at okay, here's how it's going to look. Here's how it is in the magazine. This is how I'm going to do it. Okay, that's fine, you know. But I mean, it's just so cool. It's just if you have, if you're passionate about doing something artsy, you're doing something sportsy, you're doing something, whatever you're passionate. Like you love planes, I want to put put cool put cool pictures of airplanes up. I mean, I mean, do something that you're passionate about. Add it to your Airbnb experience, and man, I think it'll just like open up so much more uh, of the senses of the person staying there. They're gonna remember. Your spot i don't remember half of the places i've stayed at because they yeah. were the same you know whatever here's your bed here's the mini fridge and that's it but the ones that were different a little bitty log cabin in the middle of sonoma or i don't know it was just just something like it, it had some cool art in it or it was like different yeah just i remember those experiences yeah it's a pack so yeah
1: yeah i don't know make anybody your, make
0: your brand make your mark
1: definitely Anybody who puts a passion into something man it'll be successful. That's what the treehouse guy. It was his passion. Right. Whenever it's your passion man. Mark it's... my words
0: I will build a treehouse out back of the Arlington house.
1: Really? I
0: will do this. Yeah. Okay. Mostly for my daughter, but okay. if it, if I make it really badass then I could uh, I'll think about renting it out, Airbnb. Boot the daughter out. Like hey, you got to go <laughs> hey, somewhere she'll else. She get a cut. She get a cut of the money. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Do you want to stay in it tonight, honey, or do you want to rent it out? I'll rent it out buy some toys there you go so yeah man so that's it yeah good show episode 19 we're almost to the 20s we're almost Almost, in our 20s
1: almost in our 20s man we're moving we're chugging right along
0: yeah i love wednesdays we get to record some podcasts and have a good time man right in the
1: middle of hump day it breaks up the week perfectly easily and we are having our first meetup tomorrow
0: tomorrow which would be about six seven weeks ago if you're listening to this right now (laughs) but we'll post it on the website the meetups too, put links to it so check out our website you know live let com. check send us a message on the gmail uh live live let thrive at gmail.com facebook live let thrive youtube you live that thrive yeah leave us reviews on on um itunes those 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 help a lot too yeah and keep listening keep spreading the word i mean we're we're two cool dudes Talk, talking Airbnb, talking um Share
1: Economy, talking everything, man. Yes, sir. That's how we do it. It's 469 391 man. Oh, nice.
0: All right. Well, y'all have a great day. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the
1: latest in the world of Airbnb. With all that in
0: Ring.